Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. That's why the Rodriguez family is famous around town for shooting hoops upside down. They can dunk from downward dog, score three-pointers from crow pose, and make hook shots in headstands. With so many activities, programs, and classes at the Croc, you never know what you'll get into. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do not be so focused on where you're going that you fail to appreciate where you are. And that is the thought for today. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be seven of the most enriching minutes of your day. In today's audio clip, former Major League pitcher and author Mike Robbins talks with us about the power of appreciation. Enjoy. So what can we do? What are some simple things that you can do, that we can do to start expressing our appreciation for other people more effectively? Well, the first thing we've got to do is we've got to look for it. You know, there's a great saying, you almost always find what you look for. And we got to look for it. How many of you notice with some people, it's hard to find sometimes? Ever notice that? you got to look hard. But remember, appreciate doesn't mean like, doesn't mean agree with, doesn't mean, hey, let's be best friends and let's go hang out. It means recognize the value of. You can recognize the value of any human being at any time for any reason. It's less about them and more about you. When we look for it, we find it. Second thing we got to do is create practices or make a commitment to actually do it. It's a simple concept. We all understand it. It's what happens. We get inspired, and then we're not so inspired. I said, so what you got to do is figure out what simple practice can you put in place. And I suggested to him, just tell people. Tell your wife. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Third thing we got to do, and this is so simple, but can radically transform the nature of relationships, teams, families, cultures. Start receiving compliments more graciously. How many of you notice from time to time when someone gives you a compliment, you get a little funny about it? You ever notice that? Okay, you know what you're supposed to say when someone compliments you? Thank you. Then, shut your mouth. 
Literally, you don't have to say anything else after the thank you. That's weird, but even worse, we argue with people. You ever do that? Someone gives you a compliment, you go, oh, no, no. It's bad, it was terrible. We start cutting ourselves down. Don't do that. That's literally like someone handing you a birthday gift and saying happy birthday, and you're going, ah, what's wrong with you? I don't deserve this, and throwing it on the floor. You ruin the gift, you offend the giver, and you don't get very many more gifts that way. Do you know they've scientifically proven now that when one human being expresses kindness and appreciation to another human being and it's received raises the serotonin level in both people's brains it physiologically makes us feel better so even if you don't agree with someone's compliment you start receiving it more graciously you'll get more and every environment that you're in will all of a sudden become more conducive for appreciation to be expressed so i'm going to share one final story related to this, personal story. And what I'd like for you to do, as I'm sharing this story, think about someone in your own life who matters to you, who you really appreciate. Because this story is about my mom. Now, my mom passed away two years ago. And my mom and I had, as many of us do with our parents, a complicated relationship. We were very close, a lot of love between us. But we had our ups and downs. We had our challenges. But I had an experience with my mother about 10 years ago that was pretty profound related to appreciation. How many of you have ever seen those Chicken Soup for the Soul books? You've seen them, right? they got Chicken Soup for every soul you could imagine, right? Now, I've loved these books. They've been out now for about 20-some years, and I used to buy them as gifts, and I had a bunch of them at home. And about 10 years ago, I got an email, and they said they were coming out with a new Chicken Soup book, and they were looking for stories. And I got excited because this one was called Chicken Soup for the Single-Parent Soul. And my mom and dad had split up when I was three, and my mom had raised me and my older sister as a single mom, and I decided I wanted to write a story and send it in. And the story I decided to write was called Mom Taught Me to Play Baseball. Because she did. So I wrote a story acknowledging her for everything she'd done and sacrificed and all that. Now, I didn't tell her about the story. I told my wife, Michelle, but I was a little nervous about it. I wasn't doing much writing at the time. I was kind of insecure about it. I sent it in. I didn't think it was actually going to get accepted in the book. I got an email back few weeks, actually it was a few months later, and they said, hey, congratulations, your story's going to be in the book. And I was all excited. I told Michelle, I said, hey, I got to call my mom. And she said, don't call her. I said, what do you mean don't call her? She said, what if you wait till the book comes out? You could surprise her. Said, oh, that's cool. So I emailed back to the chicken soup folks. I said, when does the book come out? They said, 14 months. 14 months. I'm pretty good at keeping a secret, but that's a long time, right? So I told Michelle, I said, hey, 14 months. She's like, whoa. And she said, okay, look, let's not tell your mom. In fact, let's not tell anyone so she doesn't find out. And amazingly, we did it. We kept the secret. 14 months passed. The book came out. My mom didn't know. Nobody knew. The book came out right around my birthday in February. I got a copy of it. I wrapped it up. We were having dinner at our house, just the family, just us. And uh, after we had dinner, we sat down in the living room because they had some gifts for me. And I turned to my mom and I said, hey, mom, before I open up my presents, I actually have a present for you. And I handed it to her. Oh, honey, it's very sweet, but it's your birthday. I'll look at it later. Would you do me a favor? Would you read it out loud to everyone? And now my mom is like, annoyed. What? okay, fine. And she's like flustered and annoyed, and she doesn't want to do it. But okay, fine. Takes the book, starts to read with no idea what it is. And then she starts to read the second line, and she stops. And she looks at me. And she looks at the book, and she, you could see her brain was working really hard, right? And then all of a sudden, her eyes got big, and you could see that she got it, that the story was about her, and that I wrote it. My mom read that entire story out loud to all of us. And you know, it was a big deal for me, personally, professionally, to have that story published in that book. I was proud of that, absolutely. But by far, by far, the most meaningful aspect of that 
and especially now, was being able to give it to my mom and appreciate her in that way. That's how powerful it is. Whether we do it in a big dramatic way or we do it in a simple day-to-day way, when we take the time, when we're willing to look for and find the things we appreciate about the people around us and let them know, it's one of the greatest gifts we can give to them and it's a gift for us as well. That's the power of appreciation. Please keep in mind, this is about half of the entire presentation. If you're up for a treat, you should definitely listen to the whole thing. You can do so by clicking the link labeled View the Full Video on YouTube in the show notes. So that does it for this episode of 7 Good Minutes. Until next time, let's be civil to one another out there. Thanks for listening.